Well, good morning, everybody. What a joyous morning. It's been so lovely to get to dedicate you and to have all of your family here. It feels like a real morning of unity and community here. So I figured it's probably the perfect time to create a bit of a divide. Um, So what I'm going to propose is that the world is split into two kinds of people. And I wonder which you are. I believe that the world is split into don't ask, don't get kind of people. And then I think there are people, I am in this category, which is don't ask because it's rude. (laughs) I would like to know which of those people you are. Are you a don't ask, don't get? You're going to ask for things because who knows, maybe people will say yes. Or are you a don't ask because it's rude to ask? If you are a don't ask, don't get, put your hand up right now. I'm interested. I'm scanning the room to see. Okay, love it. If you are a don't ask because it's obviously rude, put your hands up. Interesting. We've got our church of don't ask because it's ruders. Okay. I am two such people in that category. Uh, I would say I'm a don't ask because it's rude. I would say my little sister is a don't ask, don't get kind of person. And I think there might be some sort of correlation between little sisters and don't ask, don't get attitude. Any nodding from middle children or older siblings? Maybe. My sister, my little sister, is a definitely a don't ask, don't get. She uh, will constantly be calling me up. Can I have a lift? Would you mind? She's polite about it, but she's like, can I be a bit cheeky? Can I ask for a lift? Or can I be cheeky? Can I come over and you can plait my hair? I'm not joking. That's a very regular request from my little sister. She's 29. Um... I also get, you know, random requests like, oh, can you come over and film this thing for me? Or can you, can you design this logo for me? Or can you, like, help take a photo of me for my Instagram selfie lookbook? And, um, and I'm just, it baffles me. That attitude absolutely baffles me because I learned to plait my hair myself when I was seven because I didn't want to have to ask anyone. And I would rather, like, I don't know, call a taxi than have to ask anyone for a lift. Um, and I've been reflecting on, like, where that difference comes from. I feel like we could psychoanalyze this, you know, a lot. But uh, I've been trying to figure out, like, where that difference comes from. And I realized... I never used to be a don't ask because it's rude kind of person. In fact, my mum can attest that I was absolutely a don't ask, don't get kid. I remember whenever we'd go to my great grandma's house, the three of us girls, and my mum would like take us there and we would get to the front door and we'd be about to knock and my mum would be like, hold up. And she would say, I want to know if any parents know where this is going. (laughs) She would say to us, she would pull us aside and she would say, when you go in there, Do not ask for biscuits. (laughs) And one of two things would happen when we walked into my great-grandma's house. Either my nan would say, would you like a biscuit? And we'd all go. (laughs) Or uh, we would go in and say, nan, can we have a biscuit? And my mum would be like, come on, I just said. As a kid, I think I was pretty confident asking for what I wanted. And I wonder when and how that changed. And for those of us, it seems like the majority in this room who are don't ask because it's rude, like where we got that from? Maybe because sometimes it is a bit rude. You know, maybe it's nice to check in with great grandma before we ask for her biscuits. But, um, but I wonder when we learned to stop asking for things. Is it because we felt like a burden? Is it because we felt like, you know, if we needed something from somebody, that was somehow wrong? Is it because we worried they'd say no? Is it because we worried that they wouldn't like us anymore? 
Is it because we felt like we had to do things in our own way? I'm not, I'm not sure where it happens, but I would like to do a little study into don't ask, don't get people. Because not only do I think they're the younger siblings, I think on the whole they're younger people. Because you see the way that children ask for what they want. Melissa's like, I would like to be baptized, please. And I would like for it to happen soon. I love that. Like, who of us has that kind of attitude? And I want to encourage that. I think that's amazing. Keep asking for things. Sorry, mum and dad. Um, I I think that's great. Um, And I think it's particularly important when it comes to our relationship with God. We had that reading twice where Jesus is like, come to me like a child. And there's been a million interpretations into what that means. And I think lots of them are true. Um, But one interpretation of that, that we hear that is echoed throughout the whole of the Bible is God being like, ask me for what's on your heart. Be bold enough to come to me and ask like a kid asks. You know, I think when we're children, we ask and we're bold because, like, what's the worst that's going to happen, you know? Like, my family love me. They care for me. Or, like, I know that it's okay to do this. As an adults, I think we get a little more unsure. And I think the call to ask God for what is on our hearts is a call to trust that God loves us and that God holds us. Because if God was for us and if God loved us and if God held us in his hands, why would we not ask? Doesn't mean we get, but why wouldn't we be honest and bold enough to be like, God, this is what I want. Um, In the Old Testament uh, story that we read, we read about an amazing woman called Hannah. And she was bold. Hannah, like Melissa, took her desires to God and said, I really want a child. And this doesn't look like it's happening And in some miracle, God provided a child for Hannah and Hannah named him like, you know, God has provided, God has given me, God has, God has listened to the, to the uh, desires of my heart and God holds me. And then we see a few other things from this story of Hannah and Samuel and Eli, which I would encourage you to read um, if you are ever so inclined to do so. Um, we, we see a few things. Number one, that Hannah is bold enough to ask for what is on her heart because she knows that, God's hold, that she knows that God holds her. And if God holds her, then he is big enough to hear the things that she desires. The second thing is that later on, Hannah then dedicates the child that God gave her to God because she cares so deeply about her son, so deeply about her child that she's like the only safer hands for this child to be in than mine is God's. And so she dedicates the child to God, knowing that it is the safest place for the child to be. I wonder how often I am too terrified to put the people I love in God's hands Because I'm terrified that God will let them slip. Or I'm terrified that God doesn't actually love them like he says he loves them. And then the third encouragement in this story is actually not from Hannah. It's from her son. And we read in the story that um, Samuel, who has grown up in God's hands, knows that God is love, knows that that he is the product of God hearing our desires and giving us the desires of our hearts, Samuel grows up with this incredible relationship with God. 
And there is this time where he's sleeping and he hears God's voice, but he doesn't know if it's God's voice. He thinks it might be um, his mentor, Eli. So he's saying to Eli, like, you keep calling me. And Eli's like, no, I haven't. I'm asleep. And it happens again and again until Eli realizes what's going on. And he says this great advice to Samuel. He says to Samuel, that's the Lord. And the next time the Lord calls you, say, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. I think this is where the balance may be of the don't ask, don't get, and the don't ask because it's rude uh, sort of divide comes together in maybe a bit more unity is absolutely ask. God, throughout the Bible, tells us, ask, tell me the desires of your heart, bring them to me. Bring me the people who are on your heart, like dedicate them to me. But God also says, listen, listen, because I'm speaking. I don't know how many times I have, uh, you know, come to God, not so much with a speak, Lord, your servant is listening, but like, listen up, God, your servant is speaking. And I've got some things to say. Uh, How often am I just coming to God, not with a list of things to complain about or moan about or talk about, but how often do I just speak, Lord, I'm listening because I care. If I am in your hands, if I am held by you, then not only do you care about my desires and not only do you care about the people in my life, but you also have something profound to say to me. And sometimes it's just good to sit with God. And so church, I wanted today to have a little chance to reflect um, together. Whether you are a don't ask, don't get kind of person and asking comes a bit more naturally and maybe listening to God maybe feels a little less natural. Or maybe you're somebody who just never comes to God with stuff because you don't, you don't want to be a burden or you don't want to be let down or you don't want to seem like an imposition. Maybe this is the time to dig in and ask 